This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. Let's talk about more uh, rent-based NFTs for the music sector. What do you think are some interesting experiences that could be created around uh, renting NFTs? I think on the music sense, a lot of it's going to be tied to things like um, access to, I think a lot about seasons. And I know like seasons is normally like a fashion or a television thing, but I think a lot about seasons of music, especially as we move or we have moved more into a singles driven economy for music and a lot less of an album driven economy for music, especially for independent and smaller artists. Um, you know, every, every single is a chance at bat in a sense. I think being able to be involved in different seasons of artists is really interesting. I know that's not quite a rental, but if you think about something being seasonal, then it runs out. Um, something that's been on my mind a lot is creating work in seasons and allowing people access to my work for that season. And then if you didn't participate in that season, then um, the only thing that exists for you to do is get it on the secondary market. It's to me a lot like streetwear. You know, when when Supreme drops and you don't get the Supreme item, you got to go on StockX or eBay or Grail to get it. And I think um, this is kind of the same thing where you have an NFT. The NFT is usable for a period of time, which would be the season. You can collect work from that artist or you receive work from that artist during that season. And then um, the season ends and all the work that you've received during that season um, is that's just the work. And then you need to get a new token for the next season. I think something similar is like, um, I wish I could remember the name when Moonbirds does their artist series drops where like, if you own a Moonbird in that time, then you can get the artwork that drops in that time mm-hmm. period. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, I think rental is interesting. Um, and I think more so, I think NFTs that are consumable might be better, right? Where, um, mm, okay. You know, with, with Kudos, um, which I know is another project that I haven't talked about that I did, um, with Matt Monday, we made a physical digital NFT and the common, the common use case for a physical digital NFT is you get the NFT, you burn the NFT, you receive the item. What we did was you get the NFT, you go through a claim process and the metadata on the NFT changes and the metadata represents the status of shipping. And if if you think about changing metadata to make something consumable in the same way that you think about like a HP bar that you could put onto an NFT that becomes consumable if you put it into a game, for instance, um, then that becomes a really interesting use case for NFTs where something's not rentable, but it's consumable. And I don't quite know, you know, what platform needs to exist to create that or, or how that could work. But I think um, thinking about the different ways to consume NFTs and renting could be time could be the thing that changes the status of the NFT just as much as um, as metadata itself. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. 
Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.